The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready now, go where I do the dealing and I deal them fairly. Uh, I've got a little note to uh, give to you guys tonight. I'm not taking any calls until 6:30. Uh, I've got two, uh, I've got two big stories that are very related. I want to cover in the first half and then I'll open it up for the phone lines, including anyone from out of state. Resistance chicks, huh? And um, but first. Joe Biden is not the president. He is the thief-in-chief. He is the pretender to the throne. He's the king of crappers, the cellar-dweller. Am I missing any others? He is Dementia Don, and he is the leader of the warmongers. (laughs) So, boy, oh boy. Um, I've got a, I want to talk to, uh, Christians tonight. And, uh, anyone else can listen in because you'll be able to learn stuff. But, um, hey, uh, guys, we got to grow a pair. We got to get a backbone because there's some weird stuff going on in so-called Christian circles. And until we get rid of this stuff, we are not going to be able to, to straighten this country out. So, uh, got the thing here that's got a nice title to it. It's called Perverts in the Church. And let me just set this up a little bit. There was a church, is a church down in, uh, outside of Dallas, Texas, Oakland's Cathedral of Hope. I assume that's a Christian church. It's got Christian, you know, uh, drapings, Christian, uh, a Christian look to it, um, calls itself a cathedral. But remember those, um, the drag queens, the queers, they've been using that word lately. So, you know, I'm going to bring it back as well. Bunch of queers dressed up, uh, like nuns, uh, perverting, Christianity, mocking Christianity, and the L.A. Dodgers invited them out for a, for an honorarium type of thing. Um, you know, it's bad enough when our sports organizations do it. But this is a Christian uh, church here, and again, I'm assuming it's a Christian church. It may not be, but it sure looked like one. So let's just give this a little listen to, okay? So, let's go. Yeah, 
matter who they are, how they dress and express themselves, or who they love. case it just wasn't clear enough because you know you've got it was a full church too uh when was the last time you went to a church that was full i mean they must have had 150 200 people packed into that church the last thing they were saying there because uh, you've got a hundred people saying the same thing but it sounds a little muffled. They say, we embrace radical inclusivity and work to dismantle systems of oppression. We will fight against all forms of hate, prejudice, and intolerance and work to build a world that affirms and celebrates everyone's person, person, every person's unique identity and gifts. Uh, the first... Uh, thing that they they the first refrain they said we commit ourselves to be people of faith who stand for justice who proclaim love and who defend the rights of all peoples we recognize that all people are made in the loving image of god no matter who they are how they dress express themselves or who they love really is that what god has to say about this and we're putting up with this this is not the only church that's had drag queens in there talking to the people, giving sermons. This one, uh, there, there must have been 15 or 20 of these fat, ugly uh, men, you know, dressed up as nuns or dressed up as women, you know, with, with the uh, you know, face paint on and all that sort of stuff. And it's a sin. It's an abomination. They shouldn't, unless they're begging for forgiveness and don't have the ridiculous outfits on, you know, they can come in and ask for forgiveness and be healed. But uh, you, you don't accept the sin. You love the sinner, hate the sin, but you, you don't accept this garbage. You don't accept this crap. I've got Leviticus 18 right here. I'll read you parts of it. It says, if you obey my decrees and my regulations, you will find life through them. I am the Lord. This is the New Living Translation. It's a lot clearer. It doesn't have the these and thous in it. Um, you must never have sexual relations with a close relative, for I am the Lord. These are some of the regulations that God puts out there. Do not violate your father by having sexual relations with your mother. 
She is your mother. You should not have sexual relations with her. Duh. Do not have sexual relations with any of your father's wives. For this would violate your father. At this time, this is Moses talking. You could have multiple wives. But if you have multiple wives, you're going to have multiple problems. Anyhow. Say, do not have sexual relations with your sister or half-sister. Whether she's your father's daughter or your mother's daughter. Do not have sexual relations with your granddaughter, whether she is your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter. This would violate yourself. Do not have sexual relations with your stepsister. Are you getting? Uh, are you getting the drift here? God is putting uh, limits on sexual activity, <laughs> and so far this has been heterosexual. We'll get into some other things, and also you should know that. The people of Egypt practiced these things, and the people in the land of Canaan practiced these things. And God says that, that the land will vomit you out for these practices, which is what <laughs> happened to the Canaanites. They got driven out of the land of Israel. Anyhow, do not have sexual relations with your mother's sister, for she is your mother's close relative. Do not violate your uncle, your father's brother, by having sexual relations with his wife, for she is your aunt. Do not have sexual relations with your daughter-in-law. Do not have sexual relations with your brother's wife. Hey, Hunter, you hearing about this? Oh, he was dead at the time, so, yeah. Okay, I'll, <laughs> you get a pass on that, you pervert. Uh, do not have sexual relations with both a woman and her daughter. And do not take her granddaughter, whether she, uh, whether her son's daughter or daughter's daughter. Let's see. Uh, while your wife is living, do not marry her sister and have sexual relations with her. For they would be rivals. Yeah, just like Rebecca and Leah. Two wives to, um, uh, uh Jacob, I think. And cause tension. Let's see. Do not defile yourself by having sexual intercourse with your neighbor's wife. Yeah, he may shoot you. Do not, ha do not permit any of your children to be offered as a sacrifice to Moloch. In other words, no abortions. For you must not bring shame on the name of your God. I am the Lord. Oh, here we go. Do not practice homosexuality. This is in verse 22. So, God's not just singling out homosexuality. Uh, there were about 15 other do nots. But this is a big do not. Do not practice homosexuality. Having sex with another man as with a woman is a detestable sin. A man must not defile himself by having sex with an animal. No bestiality. And a woman must not offer herself to a male animal to have intercourse with it. Let's see. Do not defile yourselves in any of these ways. For the people I am driving out before you have defiled themselves in these ways. Don't go copying just what it is you see on MTV is long gone now, isn't it? But on TV, on uh, the Emmys, uh, on the Academy Awards, whatever in the movies. No, they don't set the standards. God does. <laughs>
Let's see. Because the entire land has become defiled, I am punishing the people, the Canaanites, who live there. I will cause the land to vomit them out. You must obey all my decrees and regulations. You must not commit any of these detestable sins. This applies both to native-born Israelites and to the foreigners living among you. I bet you those people down in Dallas haven't, uh, haven't read Leviticus in a long, long time. And you know what, people? When you spit in God's face, when you spit out his rules and regulations, um, you bring the curses of the Old Testament on you. And no, I'm not necessarily talking about Sodom and Gomorrah like, you know, fire and brimstone coming down from the sky. No, it's, it also includes pestilence. Uh, can you say COVID? It, uh, it includes Losing major battles, losing major wars, <laughs> uh, like going to war with Russia and getting bombed with uh, nuclear weapons, or like going to war with China. Did you know that I'm going to touch on the invasion uh, going on in Texas right now in the second half of the show, but a lot of the people that are coming across the southern border are military aged Chinese people, men. Military age Chinese men. Could they be forming a fifth column here in the United States? I don't know. No, they're just here to get jobs. But we'll talk about that later on. When you spit in God's face, you get the consequences of of God's curses. You are not going to be a God-blessed nation. You're going to be a God-cursed nation. Uh, that's why I started this thing that Christian men in this country need to grow a pair, need to get a spine. If you're in a church that uh, brings, in, um, brings in drag queens or anything like that, uh, you better go talk to your pastor, your priest, whatever, and tell him he's sinning and he's causing the people that follow him to sin. And he's bringing judgment on his church, on the people in that church, and on the country as a whole. I drive around uh, for my day job and, uh, you know, I go by churches all the time. They, there are a lot of Christian churches, you know, whether Episcopal or Lutheran, Catholic, whatever. And they'll have the pride flag outside. And they'll say, hate has no place here. Um, you know, if God calls something detestable, if God says he hates a thing, uh, that's a righteous judgment. Are you going to tell God Almighty he's wrong? Uh, a lot of people in this country would. And those churches, if you're, if you're a, a, a parishioner at one of those churches, 
And again, if you if someone comes in and they want to repent of of their evil ways, I do mean evil, because that's what we're dealing with here, people. Um, then yeah, you accept that person, but you do not allow him or her to teach their ways to your people. You do not accept the evil practices. Now, I want to bring up another story here. This is a story about Ukraine. Zelensky asked Marina Abramovich to be an ambassador for Ukraine. Big deal. Who's uh, Marina Abramovich? She's a Satanist. She runs uh, spirit cooking parties for the Democrats largely. But I bet you there's a lot of uh, Republicans. You know, she's a big wig down uh, in Washington and with uh, people out in L.A., out in Hollywood. Oh, she's real. She's real famous in those circles. And like I said, she throws spirit cooking uh, parties. And one thing she does is she mixes Blood with semen, uh, with urine, and feces. Mixes it all up, and then she paints, you know, her her symbols, paints her sayings on the wall, like uh, how, how to cut yourself and drink your own blood. Real nice girl, yeah, the kind you want to bring home to meet the parents. <laughs> if you're Satan worshippers. If you're in the Crowley family, maybe. Uh, maybe. Okay, Ozzy Osbourne would bring her home to meet the, meet uh, his wife. Yeah. Anyhow, Volodymyr Zelensky has asked Marina Abramovich, the performance artist, the Satanist, to be an ambassador for Ukraine. Ms. Abramovich, a fierce critic of Vladimir Putin's illegal invasion said that the Ukrainian president has asked her for help in rebuilding schools. Uh, he wants her to be an ambassador. It doesn't really say an ambassador to what? An ambassador to schools? An ambassador of culture? But she is into Satanism. And see, I was the first artist to support the Ukraine war against Russia and to give my voice. It is definitely a, a repetition of history, she said in an interview with the Modern Art Museum in Shanghai. I have been invited by Zelensky to be an ambassador of Ukraine to help the children affected by rebuilding schools and such. Just what these schools need. They need that satanic touch. Yeah. Good choice there, Zelensky. I have also been invited to be a board member on the the Babon Yar organization to uh, continue the the to protect the memorial. And let's see, and this memorial is a Holocaust memorial because there um, there was a massacre there of Jews uh, by the Ukrainian armies. Um. Yeah, there's more stuff in here. Uh, this article goes into other artists, other actors who are um, helping to fund, um, pay for things for the Ukraine war. But this is very interesting. 
Because uh, Ukraine's losing the war. Russia is is dealing the Ukrainians a lot of hurt. And, you know, Zelensky was here in the United States begging Congress for more money. He was begging the U.N. for more money, trying to make his case. Oh, by the way, did you hear that the Poles have uh, decided not to give him any more uh, weapons? They've soured on the war, and they... They don't want to deplete their stockpile, which, uh, by the way, we are doing here in the United States. But that decided, I just wanted to touch on the Poles um, ending their, their aid to Ukraine. So Zelensky is losing allies, losing partners. He's losing the war. And now he's getting desperate. And who does he reach out to? Satan! <laughs> and do you know what Satan's job is? Really, it's, it, it is in the Bible. You know, the Bible talks about the devil's job is to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, maybe he's thinking that'd be good to unleash on, on the Russians, someone that's good at stealing and killing and destroying. Um, but you got to watch out. <laughs> You make a deal with the devil, may come back to bite you in the butt. Maybe you'll be the one that get to get stolen from. Maybe you'll be the one that gets killed. Maybe you're the one that gets destroyed. Zelensky, and because he's the leader, is making a deal with the devil. And that doesn't work out too well in the long run. So... It's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks come up to see how things progress there in Ukraine. Especially now that Zelensky has reached out to Satan. I mean, he was a gay comedian to begin with. Uh, he, he was playing in the devil's ballpark in the first place. Uh, so now he's gone the full Abramovich. Yeah. But getting back to what I was saying before about men here in the United States, uh, Christian men need to start speaking out at the evil that's going on in this country. If we want to change this country, if we want to clean up the school boards, yeah, go, you know, run for office, run, you know, run for the school board membership, but also speak God's word. Call evil, evil. Call sin a sin. Let people think that, <laughs> that you're weird. doesn't matter. You're actually righteous when you do that. God will back you up and we'll have God's blessings on this land again. God will heal this land. Because... <laughs> I'll get into the invasion. We, we can't even stop an invasion at our southern border. That's how sick this country has gotten. That's how much bunch of wimps we've become. And we've got evil leadership leading us there. I do mean Joe Biden. 
and all the Democrats and Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney. It's a lot of blame to go around. So, grow a pair. Grow a spine. Don't be afraid to back somebody down who's doing crap. Even if it's your son or daughter, you know, anyone in your family. But especially the pastors. One last thing. If you're going to confront a pastor or a priest, do like, um, oh, um, two of the pair, Aquila, Aquila, Priscilla and Aquila, a husband and wife team in the book of Acts. And they heard this guy by the name of Apollos speaking. And he was teaching Christ, but he only knew Christ up to John's baptism. Priscilla and Aquila take him home, said, hey, uh, let's have a chicken dinner. And when they got him home, they shared with him deeper stuff about the word, about the Bible that he didn't know. And he was able to accept it. Now, you know, you do that with your pastor, with your priest, you know, because if you just go into confrontational mode right away, boom, 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 you know, then you're going to get into a screaming argument. That's the first attempt. If he listens, great. You might have won him over. If he doesn't listen to you the first time, hey, Katie, bar the door, whatever it takes. No violence, but what it. After that, whatever it takes. Oh, and by the way, leave those churches. Those churches that are promoting perversion, leave them. Find a righteous church. So, having said that, let's take a break. And, uh, oh, I don't know what I'm going to play for you right now. Oh, there we go. Just... We'll go with some James Bond. United States of Empire by James Dunn shows how the U.S. became a worldwide empire. It looks at the entry of the U.S. into both world wars. George Washington had warned us about entangling ourselves in European wars. Before World War I, the United States was not concerned with foreign conflicts. In World War I, we changed the balance of power in Europe. We went in to save the world for democracy. We expelled the German Kaiser and imposed our own idea of what Germany should look like. Propaganda painted the Kaiser as the evil Hun that was destroying civilization. So when the true barbarian rose to power, Hitler, how could 
could we avoid being drawn in again? We saved Great Britain. Britain needed us again in World War II to save their bacon. We bought the hog. Now we are the empire. The book, The United States of Empire, in paperback, is available at Amazon.com. Here's author James Dunn to talk about his soon-to-be-printed next book. The King Philip's War in New England in 1675 defined the relations, for good or bad, between English settlers and Native Americans for centuries to come. Many of the battles are local to the Blackstone Providence area with long-forgotten memorials and grave sites. Smithfield was the Battle of Nipsichuk. The Battle of Sudbury in Sudbury, Mass. was a turning point. Mount Hope in Bristol, Rhode Island was the home of King Philip and the Wampanoag tribe. The Connecticut River Valley was a scene of many bloody encounters between the English and the Nipmuc tribe. South Kingston, Rhode Island saw the Great Swamp Battle slash Massacre. One Englishman stands out in this brutal conflict. He dared to learn to fight like the Indians did and won the war for the English. He was Captain Benjamin Church in the book, Captain Benjamin Church and the King Philip's War. We took a little bacon and we took a little beans And we caught the bloody British in a town in New Orleans We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it On down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico We see the British come, and there must have been a hundred of them beating on the drum. They stepped so high, and they made the bugles ring. We stood beside our cotton bales and didn't say a thing. We fired our guns, and the British kept a-coming. There wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more, and they began to run him. On down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. We could take them by surprise If we didn't fire muskets Till we looked them in the eye We held our fire Till we see their faces well Then we opened up our squirrel guns And really gave them well We fired our guns And the British kept coming There wasn't as many As there was a while ago We fired once more And they began to run it On down the Mississippi To the Gulf of Mexico And they ran through the bushes where a rabbit couldn't go They ran so fast that the hounds couldn't catch a ball Down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico Okay, welcome back, everybody uh, I've got a caller, so hang on, caller I want to put the phone number out I'm going to open it up for anyone that wants to call in Hopefully I get to the second story uh, The numbers are 766-1380 7690600 and for you out of state people especially if you're at the Bard Fest call 1-800-949-9674 I'll be happy to talk with you so anyhow let's see what's on this mind hello what you thinking about there caller what's up James how you doing I'm doing alright I'm going to get into the invasion in the southern border what, what are you thinking about Hey, when you mentioned, the thing is, a lot of things go over people's heads. Yep. Like, I find it very funny that this uh, Satanist Zelensky chooses Marina <laughs> Abramovich to be yes. an ambassador for Ukraine. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, that goes right what? over a lot of people's heads. 
I know. It, that it, goes it, over a lot of people's heads, man. They don't understand who that woman is. That's why I, what I, she I, believes I, in. That's why I defined her as a Satanist. <laughs> yes. It's very telling that he asks her to be an ambassador. Yeah, I mean, he's he's reaching out to to the dark side. I mean, just invite he's Darth Vader in, you know, at his worst. <laughs> he's already there, man. He's just a puppet for a bigger, yes. for a bigger set of demons in the background. I think. Yeah, he was a little demon, you know. He, he was a gay comedian, and he got groomed for this position, and um, now he's in a losing position, and he's going to try to. Call in the big daddy, Satan himself. <laughs> hey, on JLTV, Jewish Lives TV, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. They're playing his show, Servant of the People, on a weekly basis. Still. I've never <laughs> seen anything like that. It's like more propaganda to get you to like this guy so you'll support what's going on there. Without telling you all the dirty things that are going on in the background that you must understand to really get a full picture of what our infiltrated government is trying to do over there. Supposedly he ran on an anti-corruption uh, yep. platform. And then, you know, Trump calls him up and says, hey, you know, what about this anti-corruption stuff? You know, uh, can you look into Burisma? Yeah. And, and then that he did a TV show, Servant of the People, that got him elected, and they're playing that on American cable TV station. I've never seen anything like this, man. It, it, it's, like, it's like we're being written a script for us, and it, it, it's going to play out because the majority of people are, like I told Paul once, pajama people. They're walking around with the pajamas on their brains because they're always asleep. Yeah, true. Um, it, it's, it's like, you know, there's probably still lots and lots of people that think that Obama was a great president, and uh, he was one of the worst. Yeah, look at Libya now. Oh, Biden there, yeah. You know, after that invasion of Libya that they claim they needed and a NATO was in, that country basically became like the movie Mad Max. Yeah, and that's where... a massive civil war. The country was never united. It's like two factions, one in Tripoli, one in Tobruk. And now I think those dams were purposely let to not be maintained. So when those heavy rains came, and Gaddafi wouldn't have let that happen. Those things were intentionally not maintained to cause that devastation yeah. in that country. Yeah. Well, Gaddafi was, was preventing the hordes uh, from from going into uh, Europe. Europe, he, yeah. He was and keep- what happened after that happened? Massive migration leaving there because it just became a war-torn country. Yeah. It seriously became like a like and, a Mad Max movie. And, and they're taking Mad Max into Europe now, destroying Europe. And that's what Soros and his son and, and everyone associated with him are trying to do to this country right now. That's why we've got to see that this is a spiritual problem. That's why we've got to grow a pair, get the backbone. You know, I mean, it's not just kicking the perverts out of the church. It's also saying... Yeah, we are going to build a wall. We are going to deport people. Yes, that is who we are. You know, we are well, you Americans. Got thousands of people a day, they're saying. Thousands of people a day just, just running over the border. You know, I get... How can anybody make sense of that? How can you explain that away as just saying, oh, they, they need freedom, blah, blah, blah. How can you just let people that you have no clue who they are, really, truthfully, and, and just let them just run over your border? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I blame Biden, but and um, I've got a story here about Greg Abbott. Finally, he's declaring this an invasion, and he's sending the National Guard down there again. And they're putting razor uh, wire up again. Uh, and what they have, where's what, Congress though? Where's Congress on this? Doesn't Congress have anything to do? Let's go with the with the impeachment here. I don't there, care if we there, get there are, Kamala. There in. are forty Republicans that want to do something about it. Out of two hundred and eighteen, all the Democrats are sold out on on open borders. Um, all the Democrats in Congress, I should say. But uh, the Republicans aren't really making any noise on this. When it says in the Constitution, there's only forty. Forty people can't do a whole hell of a lot. Um, there's a lot more Republicans than forty. In the I know House there's two hundred eighteen Republicans. There's forty Patriots and what's that's a hundred and seventy eight um, hundred and seventy rhinos. So you've you've got a hundred and seventy eight cowards going. We can't. Do, well, that's not nice. We're not <laughs> like that. We're compassionate. Too, though, no. Huh? Don't you think it's our fault too? We're the taxpayers of this of, of this great country, and well, they're just letting it. This is okay by by majority of I, the public. It's okay. I, I, I was going to say we need to raise up a million people to go down there armed and um, uh, just turn back the the immigrants. And then I saw that story about Abbott finally doing something. So it was like good. You know, because I'm I'm too old to march around. How yeah. many do you think have been? How many people do you think have gotten in since uh, 2020? They're claiming it's up in the millions. Yeah, oh, it's definitely, most ever de- in, in de- like a definitely millions. It's probably somewhere between five and ten million. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it boggles your mind. It's like what's happening in this country, man. Well, What's most of the news media is it, the news media is not focusing on this story for a reason. It's all they're sold out. They're all mockingbird media. They're, they're CIA cutouts, but you, you know that. I got another caller. I got to go to, and I want to try to get all to right, the Abbott I'll story. Talk to you. Okay, yeah, have yeah. a good one. Take care. You too. Yep. Ooh. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. A little bit of feedback there. Hey. Go ahead, Caller. What you thinking? Hey, Jim. This is Jim. How you doing today? Good, good. Uh, you know, you, you don't have anything to say about this. I'm <laughs> You're tongue-tied, <About> right? <laughs> oh, about what? I was I was on hold. I couldn't hear you very well. What were you talking about with your previous caller? Oh, the invasion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Old, that's old hat. You know, we already know that. This country's screwed. Okay, we get, we get a weak Jeez, president, thanks. and Kamala, Kamala Harris, you know, Kathleen Harris, she's supposed to be in charge of that. She's not but, doing But squat. Abbott is finally doing something. He's putting razor wire back up. He's putting National Guard at the board border, and he's got to go one step further. When, yeah. when, when, yeah. when Biden yeah. sends the Border Patrol in there to cut the, ways, uh, cut the wire down, Abbott has to arrest those... Um, those border patrol guys and not release them until good. Yeah, well, no, I'm not saying he. That's what he should do. I don't think that's what he should do. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Abbott's got the ball. Excuse me, got the guts. Uh, for well, that. it's unfortunate. You know, this country's going to go down the toilet. You were talking earlier about God and about yes. uh, those uh, sisters of the perpetual bullshit. You know, you know, dressing like nuns and everything. Yeah, you know. 
that's the thing with you know anyone can be a preacher anyone can be a pastor anybody can be a wedding officiant you can have a building walk in there with a book regardless you can have a black cover on it could be playboy they wouldn't know right and you could be a be a church you see church is a very loose term because of the church doesn't mean it's ordained by god doesn't mean it's approved by god Uh, but they power behind but they power behind god i'm sorry go ahead this isn't the the only time, and it's it's no, it's growing. I mean, you had it at mm-hmm. a baseball stadium, and yep. and you know they did get pushback on that, and you know th- then there are one or two drag queens that went to churches and gave sermons and stuff. You know, it was an Episcopal yeah. church here, or a Lutheran church here, but now there's like fifteen or twenty of these people in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, even. Yeah. These guys would not have, five years ago, these guys would not have shown up in a church. You know, yeah, of course not. Well, yeah. you know, what, but what but, they, what but they... now, it's growing. It, it yeah. is getting to the point where it's not just one weird metropolitan uh, uh, Unitarian church, you know, that, yeah. that's what, what, in what Greenwich they, Village. Why don't they create a church and call it Our Lady of the Perpetual Abomination? Okay, because that's all they preach. Abominations. Everything yeah. that, that God plainly said in the Bible is an abomination. That's stuff he hates. That's stuff he doesn't approve of. Okay. Right. Yeah, you get, get you get phonies up there that are preaching. Oh, God loves everybody. He true. It's true. He does love everybody. He loves even the worst for the worst of the worst. Yeah. But you know what? He's got he's got laws, and for a reason. Yeah. Those Ten Commandments <laughs> that came down weren't there for you know to be a magic show for these people. Okay. They're there for a reason. Yeah, there's rules okay. and regulations. You know? But people want people want to add their own commandments. Okay, they want to live their lifestyle. Okay. Oh well, I'm gay. Well, well, okay, that's that, that's all well and good. But answer that to God one day, because you will. Yes. Okay. But, but we as a society don't, don't need to to accept it. We do not need to tolerate this crap. We do right. not and need to accept it as a society. But as a society, we are accepting it. That's. Yeah, that's where that's the problem gonna be, is. That's going to be a downfall of this country too. You know, sure yeah. you can say, do whatever you want in your bedroom. Fine, you're going to go to hell in the, in the end anyway. But don't <laughs> preach that gospel to my kids. Exactly. Oh, Canada yeah. had some some great uh, protests all over their country. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they, they had like tens of thousands of people coming out all over the place. You know, saying, you know, keep your hands off my kids. Yeah. You know, so they're they're grooming the next generation, okay, to accept these abominations. Okay, this is the this is what God called the end times. Okay, we're entering them now. I believe. Okay, we've been saying this for decades now. World War One, World War Two. Oh, it's the end times. No, 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 no. That's nothing. That's 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 peon stuff. Look what's going on all around the world now. Okay, look what's happening all around you with religion. Can't talk talk about God in school. Can't you take God out of out of if you can take God out of a church, guess what? You can have all the people you want. You want to have gays in there. You want to have transsexuals in there. You want to have uh, uh, these drag queens, everything, you know. Preach whatever you want. Call yourself a church. And one benefit you get out of that is a tax break, okay? But in the end, when God passes his judgment, guess what? Guess what building is going to burn? That one. That church yeah. that you've been preaching all that crap in for all these years. Yeah, and and the judgment comes upon the church first. Um, That's right. You know, uh, it's it, it's crazy. We do not need it to is. accept this stuff. And um, no, we don't. You know, uh, 
the, the society will get to the point where where uh, this stuff will be rejected, but it'll be it'll be after a huge hurt. You know, mm-hmm. the economy will crash. We are being invaded. That's right. I mean, we are. <laughs> this, we are. You know, people think that oh, nothing will happen. Nothing happen. We've we've got mm-hmm. Chinese military men coming in as a fifth column, and they're just waiting for their orders. Yeah, and 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 the Chinese are building a base in Cuba. Okay, remember when the Soviets did that? Oh, a missile base in Cuba and Kennedy, what he did to Khrushchev. Yeah. Okay, that's what China's doing now. It's Sloppy Joe or Sleepy Joe, whatever you want to call him. Did, he's, oh, okay, that's no problem. Wait, no problem. wait, wait, wait. You got to hear this. There is this city being built in in Texas, uh, north of Dallas again, or maybe it's north of Houston. I don't know. Texas is a big place, but they're building a city. For two hundred thousand people, and it's brand mm-hmm. new, and you know they're, they're building the roads, building the houses, putting the, the light posts in, and everything. And they're going to be moving the illegals there. Oh, okay, yeah, they can. They're say building that. a oh, brand new city, and Greg Abbott has to know about this. You know, of course, yeah, and uh, boy, it, you know, know. so oh, one that's the- why I don't really trust Abbott, and I hope. Uh, he might be terminally admitted. I would hope so. Uh, Texas has got to get a real gutsy uh, governor in there. Yeah, a governor, yeah, yeah. They get to have someone with a set, you know. And yeah. one other thing, I'll just say, uh, you must have heard what's going on in California with all these laboratories now that uh, the Chinese own, and they're not. Oh yeah, they're, they're doing cool the mustard with the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, gee, makes you wonder what's going on in in California. But then it's California. Okay, you know there's a cap. You know you think Rhode Island's bad with the socialist crap. Yep. Go check out California. Okay, with that, have a great weekend, Jim, and I'll be. <laughs> yes, yeah, do enjoy. Yeah, I know you don't okay. do adult beverages, you know, but I'll have one for you. <laughs> <laughs> I should after this. All right, I'll talk to you later, <laughs> don't no, don't don't let it drive you to drink. If you quit, nah, stay nah, there. <laughs> This whole world's driving me to drink, but that's all right. I'll drink water. I'll okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. Bye-bye. Oh, yep, thanks. Wow. Full Jimi Hendrix there. Um, I'm down to eight minutes now. The story about Greg Abbott is very, very good. It, finally, he's doing something. You know, it's it's a good start. Good start, Greg, but you've got to do a lot more. Let's see. I officially this is uh, this is Abbott speaking or writing. I officially declared an invasion at our border because of Biden's policies. We deployed the Texas National Guard, DPS, and lo- excuse me, local law enforcement. We are building a border wall, razor wire, and marine barriers. We are also repelling migrants. Governor Abbott, uh, you know, said on uh, post on Thursday, Texas will continue to install more razor wire and fortify the border against illegal crossings. We will not back down, said Abbott in another Twitter post after the Biden regime cut the razor wire installed. Well, like I said, who's ever cutting the, the razor wire has to be arrested. Whether it's Border Patrol or, you know, National Guard from another state, arrest them. 
And I know this is going to be a constitutional crisis because uh, Biden is not doing his constitutional duty. And I'll show you. Where is it? I know I've got it highlighted here somewhere. Um, Oh, there it is. This letter pulls no punches, accusing the Biden administration um, of violating the U.S. Constitution by failing to protect the states against invasion, as promised in Article uh, Article 4, Section 4. And I copied Article 4, Section 4 out of the Constitution so you can see what it is that Joe Biden is not doing. Okay, so Article 4, Section 4. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. Did you hear that, Joe Biden? It is your job to protect all 50 states against invasion. And on application of the legislature or of uh, executive action, okay, when the legislature cannot be convened. Okay. Joe Biden invited this invasion. Joe Biden is paid off by China. Joe Biden has been bought by Ukraine. He's been bought by Russia. Joe Biden is a whore. You know, I I, I started this uh, this show by mixing religion and politics by calling on Christians to make a stand in this country, and you know why religion and politics actually do mix. Because you don't have morality without God. You have situational ethics with man's rules. Because if you were living in Germany in uh, 1938 and you were, you were just a bureaucrat, You're, you were an accountant uh, working in uh, the tax collection uh, thing, the Bundesrat. And, um, you know, Hitler is, is in full power right at that time in 1938. He came to power in 1933. By 38, he was fully in power. Now, there's a couple things you could do. You could have joined the resistance and uh, risk being captured, thrown into uh, a prison, tortured, and eventually killed. Um, you could leave the country. You, know, you could flee to England, France uh, at the time. Uh, you could go to America. And many, many people did. Einstein was one of the, the uh, Jewish people that left early. He, he, he didn't wait for the Gestapo to be coming around. He saw what was coming. But anyhow... There's also a third thing you could do. You could just comply. You could just be a good German 
just work your job there in the Bundesrat. That's their parliament. Uh, just be doing your job and not be involved in any of the uh, the notified things. But you just be a cog in the machine and um, do nothing to stop evil from taking place. <laughs> and then throughout the years, you know, for a while, the the Nazis were doing good. And then around 43, 44, definitely 45, there were bad years. And say you're living in Berlin, you saw your country destroyed. You saw your city destroyed. But, um, you know, you could do that. And uh, COVID brings that to light, too. A lot of people in this country just complied, just did what they were told to do. So, um, you know, uh, I'm calling you out to be resistance now. We need to resist the new COVID calls. We need to resist what it is that Joe Biden is doing to destroy this country. And I need to find... All the way down. All the way down. Okay. But anyhow, it's time for me to go. Have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. God bless. Take care. Listening to Dunn's Deal with author James Dunn. Join James every Friday at 6.05 for a unique perspective on today's issues. But for now, this is a Dunn Deal. Only on your voice in the Blackstone Valley. WNRI, Woonsocket.